Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. Listen, I'm sorry that there's no intro music or anything exciting like that. The truth is my hard drive just crashed on me. Um, hopefully we'll have some outro music if I can find some things in the cloud. But listen, um, if this is your first time listening to Jacob C podcast, this is not the normal uh, modus operandi, the normal MO. Um, it sounds a little bit better. I, I draw you in with some good intro music and all that good stuff. But again, my hard drive has failed me, uh, but the show must go on. Um, thank, I want to thank everybody. This is my fourth season of Jacob C. Podcast. Um, again, if you're first time listening, my name is Yerma Yahoo Dawid. I'm the host of, of Jacob C. Podcast. This is the fourth season. If you're listening to this episode, episode one of the fourth season, I could not have a fourth season without all of you who are listening in right now. Um, you have called in or you have done an interview with me. Um, you have sent encouraging emails, you have subscribed, you have followed, you have liked, you have shared, you've done all these different things. And I cannot have a Jacob C podcast without the listeners of Jacob C podcast. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you so much. It does not go unnoticed. It does not go unappreciated. Um, let's jump right into this episode. This episode is about witnessing to your friends, families, and loved ones. Um, what I believe, uh, are the best methods to use to bring this truth to those who are still in darkness, whether they're in Christianity, whether they're in Islam, uh, any kind of false man-made religion that they are in. Uh, these are the best steps that I've seen that actually has fruit and actually works. Um, I'm sure there are other ways out there, other methods, other steps, uh, but this is what I've used and it's worked for me, um, for close family members. Um, and if they haven't come over to the truth, they're, they're thinking long and hard about the false religion. Uh, most of them are in our, uh, Christianity, the sun worship that they're in. Uh, so number one, the first thing that we got to realize is that we cannot save anybody, right? We cannot save anybody. Um, John chapter six, John chapter six, verse 44. Uh, this is Yahshua speaking. And he says, no man can come to me except the father which has sent me draw him and I will raise him up at the last day. Uh, so Yahshua is saying that no man can even come to him. So we know Yahshua, if you are a a full Bible believing um, uh, Israelite, that that Yahshua is the is our salvation that the father has promised. So Yahuwah promised us salvation uh, back in Isaiah, back in Jeremiah, back in Ezekiel, back in Zechariah and all the prophets. Um, he said that he would come get us. He would he would he would he would send us away. He would scatter us. But yet he in the last day, he would still come get us. Uh, Yahshua is that door to salvation. Uh, Yahshua also says that he is the good shepherd and no one that no one can come. No one that comes any other way. If he comes to the back door or any other way, he is a thief and a robber. But you have to come to the door in order to be a sheep of his, to be a part of his fold. Right. Uh, we also know that that uh, at Mount Sinai, that the father married Israel there at Mount Sinai. He gave us a vow. We exchanged vows. We said, I do. Uh, but we broke those vows and the most high had to divorce us, throw us away in a sense. Uh, but he did not leave us. He sent us a salvation in which he promised by the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, um, his son um, that will return, that has been here and ret will return with a vengeance um, and destroy all of our enemies. Um, and all of those who hate us, uh, that is a prophecy in Luke chapter one um, by Zechariah, the, the father of John the Baptist. So we have some of that that background history. Right. Um, so so just know that that you can't save anybody, nor is that your job. The job of salvation is on the father. Right. The most high is the most high's job to save us in any kind of form that he chooses to save us. Because that's what he promised to do was to save us 
if we return to his laws, statutes and commandments. So just remember that whether you're talking to friends, family, friends, families or loved ones, whether you're talking to a stranger on the street corner, whatever it may be, know that when they reject you, they're not rejecting you. They're not rejecting their witness. They are literally rejecting the most high. If you are telling them the truth, if you are trying to usher them into this truth and they reject you, they're not rejecting you. So don't get upset. Uh, don't get emotional. Don't let emotions drive you um, when you're witnessing, because if emotions drive you when you're witnessing, you're, you're just going to be two people yelling back and forth. And only thing that's going to happen, I've said this before, is that that both of you will walk away thinking the other one is crazy. We have to um, witness and usher the truth in uh, with people, with facts, um, with the scriptures, not with our opinions. And not with emotions, not, not don't yell at anybody. Keep a nice, calm, monotone voice if you can. Now, people are going to try to get you rattled, especially when you start breaking down their idols. People don't like that. They don't like their idols being broke down. So when you start exposing their idols for what they really are, which is false, uh, uh, both David, King Dawid and Jeremiah, Yemiyahu said that 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 idols are nothing. Even Paul says that in first Corinthians, the idols amount to nothing. They're no good but to be thrown into a fire. They have they have eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear. They have hands that cannot touch you. Um, it, a man has to come and polish them off. Has to has to uh, rub the dust off of them. They rust. Yet people hold these things up as gods. They're they are no gods. They're idols. And when you start exposing people's idols, whether it's Christianity, whether it's uh, this fake Caesarea Borgia, uh, whether it's Islam, the, the, the prophet Muhammad or whoever it may be, uh, whether it's 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 Judaism with their Talmud and um, all this other crazy stuff that they worship as well. Like like when you start exposing their idols, people get indignant. They get angry. They get upset. But you can't follow them in that e that that emotional roller coaster. You have to be even killed throughout the whole thing, knowing that you can't save them and that the witness they're rejecting is not you, but is the God inside of you is the seed, the kingdom of Elohim that is inside of you that they're rejecting. They're not rejecting you. But the first step that I would say in uh, witnessing to loved ones, families and friends is first, especially if they're Christian, especially if they're Christian first, um, Show them what sin really is, because I believe that most people don't even know what sin is. They don't know. So take them to first John chapter three. First of all, ask them, do they believe that? Ask them what the wages of sin are. Do they believe that sin is a bad thing? Do they believe that they, the wages of sin is death? All right. Uh, do they believe that if they are true Christ followers, that they should be sinning? All right. And then take them to first John chapter three, verse four, first John chapter three, verse four reads, whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law for sin is transgression of the law. Wow. So this law that your church teaches you to throw away and that it's done away with the dietary laws and, and, and honoring the feasts and all these other different things are done away with yet here in John. It says that whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law for sin is transgression of the law. So transgress means to to go against or not to have it. So John is saying to us that the only way to sin now is to go against the law. 
He further says, and ye know that he was manifested, talking about Yahshua, to take away our sins. So take away our lawlessness. And in him there is no sin, no lawlessness. Whosoever abideth him sinneth not. So whoever abideth him does not sin. They do not transgress the law. So if, if, if they believe that they abide in Christ, that means that they should not be transgressing the law. Watch what he says next. Whosoever sinneth have not seen him nor know him. So if you transgress the law, if you're a lawless person, if you don't live by the law, you don't know Christ. Little children, let no man deceive you. That's a theme that's over and over and over in the Brit Hadashah, or the AKA the New Testament. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin, that's transgression of the law, is of the devil. Then you could tell the man, if you ain't following the law, you're of the devil. Point blank, period. Oh, they're going to get mad then. They're going to get upset, but keep reading though. Allow, allow them to allow you to keep reading. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. So the devil was lawless or transgressed the law from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of Elohim was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So Yahshua came to destroy the works of lawlessness. Right. So that's what he says in Matthew 5, 17. That don't think that I've come to destroy uh, to abolish the laws, uh, the laws and the prophets, but I've come to fulfill them. I've come to show you how to properly live them out. All right. Whosoever is born of Elohim, do not commit a sin for his seed. And if you, you do a deep study on his seed, um, that's talking about Yeshua remaineth in him. He cannot sin because he's born of Elohim. Then it's talking about the children, small C of Elohim, us. In this, the children of Elohim are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth righteousness, whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of Elohim. So if you don't do the right thing, which we know that John set this up, following the laws, the right thing, neither he that loveth, neither he that loveth not his brother. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he uh, that loveth not his brother. So if, if you're not a righteous person, if you're not doing the right thing, and if you don't love your brother, you're not of Elohim. How do we know that you love the father and the son? You keep the commandments. Let them see that, that verse, that scripture as well. Um, take them to, I believe, Revelations 14, 12, or is it 12, 14? I always get them like, like mixed up backwards. So it's probably 12, 14, as I said, 14, 12. Let's see. Nope, it's, it's 14, 12. Let's go to 14, 12. Revelations 14, 12. It's going to tell you who the saints are. Here's the patience of the saints. So these are the people that are making it to New Jerusalem. Here are they that keep the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Yahshua. So it's a both and. So a lot of people think they have faith in Yahshua, but they reject the commandments of Elohim that were produced at Mount Sinai. You have to live in both the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Yahshua. Why do we have to do that? Because the scriptures say that um, Yahshua is our example. Yahshua is our example. Let me pull that up. Because if if he did it, we need to be doing it. Look at first, go to first Peter. You can all write this stuff down in your notes. Um, and I'm sorry if it feels like I'm rushing, like 
like my computer's been been tripping. My hard drive is dead. Um, this is actually my second attempt to record this. Um, even yeah, my because my computer just completely wiped out my um, audio on my microphone. So man, I'm I'm trying to get this episode through. I'm sorry I'm going fast, but I want you guys to get this because I think it's very important to have our friends, family, and loved ones in this truth with us. And I want to give you some steps on how to do that. So 1 Peter 2.21, for even hereunto we where ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Really? So did Yahshua observe the feasts? Sure did. Did Yahshua eat clean, meaning observe the dietary law? Sure did. Did Yahshua live a lawful life, doing everything according to the law of Moses and the prophets? Sure did. So if he's our example, Peter says, and he says that we should follow in his steps, don't you think that we should be following everything that he did? If you are truly a Christian, this is what you need to tell them. Christian means Christ like if you are truly Christ like, then you should be doing the things that Christ did. If you're not doing the things that he did, you can't say that you are like him. That's what you need to explain to them. Their eyes need to be open to that. Sin is breaking the law. And that we should be doing everything that Yeshua did in order to be like him. He even said that we be doing greater things than him. There's a reason why we cannot do greater things than him because we are not obedient and we do not follow in his footsteps. As Peter says, we should follow his steps. Literally what Peter says in first Peter uh, chapter two, verse 21, we should be following the footsteps of Yeshua. In doing so, it allows us to be able to endure to the end, keep the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Yahshua. If you're not doing these things, your communication, then the next step is. So first, now you show them sin is against the law. You show them that Yahshua was a law abiding citizen. And and you have shown them that in Peter, that we should be following the footsteps of Yahshua. Now, check this out. Excuse me. Check this out. So we're going to go to, I believe, Proverbs. Proverbs. Where it talks about the people who turn their ear from the law. They need to hear this scripture. So I'm going to first I'm going to take you to Proverbs. Then I'm going to take you to John because they say the same thing. So what they're going to tell you is, oh, um, Proverbs is, you know, it's Old Testament, Old Testament, Old Testament. We don't believe in the Old Testament or or the New Testament. Yeshua has come, abolished all that, changed everything. Proverbs 28, 9 says, he that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. So if you've turned your way, your ear away from hearing the law, the most high can't even hear your prayer. He hates your prayer. It becomes an abomination. But they're most likely going to say, oh, well. Um, that stuff was in the, in the old Testament. Show me something in the new Testament. So let's see. It's in John. It's in John, 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 regular John 
chapter 9, verse 31. It reads, Now we know that Elohim heareth not sinners. <laughs> wow. The same exact thing that Proverbs says, huh? I wonder where John got that from. But if any man be a worshiper of Elohim, he doeth his will. Him he heareth. So if he doesn't hear sinners, which John also explains what sin is, transgression of the law, those who do not follow the law, but he hears the man who does his will, that means his will would have to mean you following his laws. And see, the problem is that word law is translated wrong. It really should say Torah. Torah means uh, lessons or teachings. So if you're not following Elohim's lessons or teachings, he's trying to tell you how he wants you to live, what acceptable living looks like to him. If you're not following that, if you're, if you're turning a deaf ear to those teachings, then he literally saying that your prayers are an abomination and he's not even listening to you, not even listening to you. So number one, let them know that sin is the transgression of the law. Let them know that Yahshua was a law-abiding citizen. Let them know that we should be following the footsteps of Yahshua. Then let them know that their prayers cannot even be heard if they're not law-abiding citizens. So the scary thing about that is you think you're praying to the Most High. That's who you're praying to, at least you think. But he's not hearing you. Yet a lot of people will say that I know he hears me because he answers my prayer. I prayed for something and I got it. So the scary thing is that you've prayed to the most high God, but somebody else answered because he ain't hearing you. Let them ponder on that. Let them think on that. You've prayed to the most high God, but yet because you've turned your ear from the law, yet because you transgressed the law, he is not hearing your prayer. So if he's not hearing your prayer, who answered your prayer? Remember, when Satan took Yahshua up to the mountaintop and showed him all the land and said that if you bow down and worship me, this all can be yours. This is after Yahshua was baptized and he went into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and he fasted and he prayed and all that good stuff. Remember, Satan, Hasatan can give gifts too. He hears you and he can answer some prayers as well. So there's a difference between, I have to, I have to clarify this, so there's a difference between praying to the most high God, praying to the most high, and then somebody else answering your prayer. And there's a difference between that and actually seeking the most high diligently, truly. You can still be in what we call sin, transgression of the law, because that's where most of us were when we came into the truth, right? We were in the Christian church or we were just wilding out in some kind of way. And we went through this journey where we, we, we nothing else worked. Uh, we were at our wits end or we were just genuinely trying to seek him in these false religions and realizing that just something wasn't making a connection. There was a there was a gap between your relationship with the most high. There was something missing. Something wasn't quite right. And you began to diligently seek him. The promise is that if you diligently seek him, you will find him. If you seek truth, you'll find it. You'll find it. But if you just turn your ear from from the prophet or your or your family members that are that are trying to put uh, a witness to you and they're telling you that you need to follow the law, statutes, commandments of the most high and have faith in Yahshua HaMashiach, 
Like if you turn your ear to that, if you decide you still want your pork sandwiches and your and your and your Joe's crab shack and all this other foolishness, your prayers are not even heard, beloved. So let your family some of this stuff they don't even know. They don't know Yahshua was a law-abiding citizen. Check this out, because a lot of people don't even a lot of people don't even rock with Yahshua like that. It's a shame. I know it's a shame. A lot of people um, don't even know Yahshua. They know a whole lot about Paul, right? <laughs> they know more about Paul than they know about Yahshua sometimes, most of the time, really. But let's go to Acts chapter 24, verse 14. Acts 24, 14. This is Paul speaking now. He spent the last bit of his life defending himself in courts. And this is what he said in front of a judge. He said, this is Acts 24, Acts 24, 14. But I confess unto thee. That after the way, which they call heresy, so they're talking about the way, uh, they didn't call it Christianity back then or Hebrew Israelite or whatever, it's just simply called the way. So worship I the Elohim of my fathers. Well, who was his father? Who are his fathers? His ancestors is what he's saying. Paul would say that in Philippians that he's a Benjamite. He's from the tribe of Benjamin. So he worshiped the Elohim of his fathers, the Israelites. He said, believing all things which are written in the law. And in the prophets. So if, if, if Paul were preaching that you should do away with the law, why would he in a courthouse trying to defend his life here say that he believes everything that is written in the law and the prophets? How can he get a how can he do away with something that he believes in? Let them ponder on that because a lot of them love Paul. They don't love Yahshua. They know Paul, but they don't know Yahshua. So, 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 so give them what Paul said. Paul said he believes everything in the law. He believes everything in the prophets. And when you open your eyes, you realize that's the only thing they had to teach from. They're expounding the law and the prophets in a better way that we may understand them. Paul didn't make up a brand new book and a brand new religion. He, he was born an Israelite. He died an Israelite. He was born following the law. He died following the law. He was born believing the prophets. He died believing the prophets. Show your family members that sin is transgression of the law. That Yahshua was a law abiding citizen. That we should be following the steps of Yahshua. That those who turn their ear away from the law and those who sin transgress the law. The most high is not even hearing your prayer. And that even Paul himself in Acts 24, 14 said he believes everything that's in the law and in the prophets. So after you've done that and they if they still have rejected what you have said, they're going to have their rebuttals and stuff. You begin to just say, OK, OK, because they're going to say, hey, so what you telling me that if I don't do this, I'm going to go to hell. You let them know that you don't have a heaven or hell to put them in. You're just trying to present the truth to them so that they can endure and make it in the end. Let me uh, let me read one more scripture, because uh, one of my brothers literally said, um, Yirmiyahu, you know, uh, the way you presenting this, uh, if, if, if you write, that means that, you know, most of most of most of the world ain't going to um, ain't going to make it. <laughs> oh. Most of the world's not going to make it. That's what he said. And I said, bruh, I didn't say that. Your your scriptures say that. Your scriptures say there's a narrow road to salvation. 
See if I can't get it here. Let's see. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 14. Enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. So a lot of people are going to be led to destruction because they're deceived. Read Second Thessalonians chapter 2. They're deceived and they're in a strong delusion. But he says, and many there, many there be which go in there at. So there's going to be a lot of people who go on that, that broad road. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth to life and a few there be that find it. So remember, number one, that you can't save anybody. That's not your job. That's the most high's job. He's promised to save us and return us back home. So when they reject you, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting the seed inside of you. Number two, let them know that sin is the transgression of the law. Follow these exact steps in this order because you have to be able to, to break it down for them so that when you walk away, they have a lot of stuff to think about. They have a lot of questions to go send to their pastor that's just going to find a way to doctrinize it away or just have no answer whatsoever. So number one, you can't save them. Number two, sin is transgression of the law. Number three, Yahshua was a law abiding citizen. Number four, we should follow the steps of Yahshua. Number five, if you do not follow the law, or turn your ear from hearing the law. Your prayers cannot be heard. Number six, Paul says he believes everything in the law and the prophets. And number seven, only a few remember everybody, even as sad to say, even some of your friends, family, and loved ones ain't going to make it. Heck, some of us listening to this might not make it. Heck, I might not make it. We have to endure till the end. And the end has not come yet. We are in the beginning of sorrows. But narrow is, the, is that way. And few will find it. Few will find it. Man, most of my episodes are longer than this, more in depth than this. But like I said, I'm having some technical difficulties and i hate that this is happening for the first episode of season four i may revisit this um topic at another date to to go more in depth and probably try to bring a friend in um to uh, uh to have some of their experiences in trying to share this um truth to their family members because i have some friends who has worked out very well and i have some who just had some horrifying horror stories about how their family has rejected them and that could happen and that's okay but because the scriptures say that we have to, in order to be worthy of the kingdom of heaven we have to love yashua and the father more than we love our family members right who is your brother who is your sister as yashua would say those who do the will of the father and we just read and just realized that the will of the father is to follow his teachings torah follow the law listen family i hope this has been um, helpful for you i hope you can follow these steps um, to try to help your friends and family kind of wake up and get out of the delusion that they are in um i love you guys uh continue to listen to the podcast subscribe share and like and as always share truth live it out and inform others shalom thank you for listening to another episode of jacob seed podcast We ask that you subscribe, like, and review, as well as share this podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. Have you ever wondered how to be a part of the show? You can call in to the podcast voicemail at 901-300-7474. Leave your comment and question, and we will play it on the next episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. 
Also, if you go to our Instagram page at JacobC12 or the host page at Yermayahu15 on Instagram or Twitter and press the link, you can find ways on how to support this podcast. You don't have a social media account? That's perfectly fine. You can go to linktr.ee forward slash JacobC12 to find more ways on how to support this podcast. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. And remember, seek truth, live it out, and inform others. Shalom. Shalom.